0: WOLB Baltimore and WERQ FM, HD3 Baltimore, celebrating Radio
1: One's 42nd anniversary. Our Radio One family, our employees, their family members, our listeners, our viewers, our extended family.
0: And serving the African American community for over 42 years.
2: The views and opinions of the guests and hosts you hear on 1010 WOLB are not necessarily those of the staff and management of Radio 1, its sponsors, or advertisers.
3: Beat up little stand trying to find the ocean
4: Welcome to another edition an informative and exciting edition of the coach's corner with coach butch mcadams featuring my main man he is tj smith and speaking of main men let me tell you jay and w brown they are general contracting full license service improvement for your homes now They will take care of all home improvement. I repeat, all home improvements, including interior and exterior. Now, just reach out at 410-728-5000. That's 410-728-5000. That's J&W Brown General Contracting. And TJ, talk about the other business that make this show
2: possible. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. And for more than 50 years, Briarcliff has been the number one apartment community in Cockeysville, known for having an extensive list of features, amenities, and community first. Conveniently located near restaurants and shopping, Briarcliff communities include one, two, and three bedroom apartment homes. Many of them have dens. Call 410-316-1340 to schedule a tour now. That's 410 316 one three four zero
4: and let's get right into it tj we call this the rundown and folks when we give the the directive when the lines are open you can call and comment on the rundown and the rundown only but of course it's monday it's ravens monday let's start off and tj The old saying is all winds are like airplane landings, regardless of how rocky or turbulent it is. If you land, it was a great trip. Great flight.
2: That's right.
4: But but let me finish. mm -hmm. But let me say all wins in the NFL aren't created equal. What do you mean by that coach? All right. If a team is playing not up to par a particular Sunday, and they struggle, but they win, that's a a good win because that was a very unique performance by that team. Mm -hmm. But this is what the Ravens have been showing us all year. And I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to pass the ball to you, TJ, no pun intended. The Ravens are what we see at this point. They are a good team, not a great team, Not a top team, but they are one of maybe six other good teams in their category that I think can win games. But you have to ask yourself the question, come playoff time, are they capable of winning three to four consecutive games? Right now, I say no because that defense is not good enough to deal with really good quarterbacks. And the offense had not put enough points on the board to carry him. Your thoughts, brother?
2: Yeah, it's hard to disagree with you. And it's not only – are they capable of winning three or four straight games? It's winning three or four straight games against superior teams. These are, we're talking playoff teams at that point. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm concerned to a point of if they don't start to gel. Yesterday, in my opinion, was a must-win game, a divisional game that would have allowed the Bengals to get a little bit of separation had we not won, but fortunately we did. So no one's going to look back and say they almost lost that game or whatever the case at the end of the year. So now it's about looking ahead. And look, Tampa Bay, they, they couldn't score yesterday. I hope Tampa Bay doesn't become this um, prolific team tomorrow, I mean, on our Thursday. So, again, we, we, we have to play the teams that are in front of us. And New Orleans put up a lot of points yesterday, and we have them coming up in a couple weeks. So we'll see. Well, you know, once again, I
4: don't see consistency with the offense and the defense. Right. And they struggle at home with a team that has lost four games in a row.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: And if, and here's the if, if Cooper doesn't push off, it's a touchdown late in the game. And there was no need for him to push off because that particular pass was a good pass, and it was leading him. So he he had a a step or half a step. There was no need to push off. The Browns are not a good football team right now. They've got players, and the Ravens struggle at, at, at home again. This team is good enough to win 10, 11 games because of their schedule, but I don't see them doing much against a Kansas City team against a Buffalo team, and if Tua is upright, against a Miami team. That's how I see it.
2: Well, I'll say this um, as well, Coach. I don't know if Lamar is overthinking, but he's doing something. They neutralized Mark Andrews yesterday. Uh, My friends and I had talked about that as a game strategy. You know, double up Mark Andrews. You take that comfort zone away from uh, Lamar and see what else he can do. Now, I think that Devin Duvernay, made that first catch was a great catch. It was a well-thrown ball and a great catch, and you wanted to see more of that. But he struggled yesterday, and what I'm seeing, in my opinion, is if you look back at Lamar Jackson's um, year he won the MVP he will pull that ball down and run decisively now you should hear the stadium moaning they see the lanes that are open they see the the people that are open but they see the lanes that are open and they're screaming run and he it seems like he's overthinking does that have something to do with the contract is he trying to defy what the national talk is about him and be more of a quarterback than a running back I don't know but I do believe it ha- it's having a great impact on the offense
4: I would agree I mean I certainly certainly would agree with that um, I think at the end of the day the contract that he turned down mm. will be the contract that he will accept and sign Wow! and that's not a bad contract not at all. Right? not a bad contract at all good now Item number two on the rundown, and how ironic is this? You and I have been talking about the squeegees, oh boy, for so long. And we share the same view, the same opinion, I believe. Get them off the street. There is no justification that makes any sense to have them on the street. And people say, well, they're working. That's not work. <laughs> That's not work. You know what that is? And I came up with, with a good phrase, and you can use it. It is begging with props.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm.
4: The, the, the props mm. are the squeegee stick and the spray. But you're begging. That's like going to, as the old saying, Eskimos selling ice.
2: mm selling fire in hell (laughs) yeah yeah
4: cars have the cars have the mechanism so coach on so all they're doing is is hoping someone has a dirty car but but to make matters worse and i hear people say well i haven't had a bad experience well Bless
2: bless you. Yeah. And because you haven't had a bad experience, that doesn't mean others haven't. And, you know, that's the narrative. They the people discount other people's situations because they haven't been in it. But good for you. Yeah. I was downtown on Saturday afternoon and they had their corner manned. uh, That's president and uh, Pratt. And they had the corner. I'm sorry, President and Lombard. They had it manned, and I watched them walk up to multiple different cars where the people waved them off, and they decided they were going to squeeze their windows anyway and put a dirty heart on the side of a window. And some people find it cute, but realistically, just it's very simple. Don't touch people's property that is they, that isn't yours, and they tell you no. I don't understand why the, I would hate to be the mayor of Baltimore and this was the nagging little issue that was distracting me from dealing with greater things.
4: You know what? Say again because I've said this. It is an embarrassment. Let me say it loud and clear and see what I say I stand by. And if y'all anybody out there that don't like it, you can call 410-481-1110. it is an embarrassment for a City, and when when I tell people the second largest issue in Baltimore behind the homic- homicides are the squeegees, mm. they say what? Mm. I said you no can't be. I said read a Baltimore
2: newspaper. <laughs> well, you know what, Coach. <laughs> I give give you a slight tease. I um, had an interview with the mayor and an interview with the police commissioner recently. It's on my podcast on WMAR, and um, I talked to both of them. The the commissioner one will be coming out this week, and one of the questions I brought up with both was about the squeegee issue, but with the commissioner in particular, uh, he brought up the constitutionality, and I had to push back, and I said- How come that seems to be only a Baltimore constitutional issue? I just don't understand it. And we're and again, we're not talking about them just being on the side of the road. We're talking about them impeding traffic. We're talking about them unlawfully touching people's property. And that is where a crime occurs. And look, you and I are both on the same sheet of music. We're not talking about incarcerating them. We're talking about telling them this is not it. This ain't it, Holmes. You ain't doing this. And I'm not going right. to allow children to tell me what they're going to do. That, bottom line, in certain scenarios, see, it's it, not a democracy. No.
4: And, and, and see, TJ, that's the other issue. That's the other issue where people will say, well, they don't go to school because they're not interested. The teachers aren't creative. And, and that's, that's factual. But you know what? Those students don't know at this point. Creativity and what's not. Hmm. Okay, but who is D. Ray McKissick? Who? Because he made a statement <laughs> <Who>? <laughs> that made no sense to me, and it was Exhibit A why some of the problems exist in Baltimore by some of the mm-hmm. people. Yeah, you've got to quote T.J. Mm-hmm. You read it. You're Baltimorean. You, you try to decipher what he just said because yeah. I don't speak the language,
2: all right? Well, I know the people of Baltimore are going to be uh, blowing up the lines today over this. I would be very interested in their stance. But this was in The Washington Post, and I'll set it up after I read it. Um, This is a quote. The judge has clearly shown that he is not a neutral party and believes that the solution to the challenges our city faces are solved by calling the police on black men and boys. The key issue that forced the consent decree to exist, said D. Ray McKesson, the founder of a nonprofit, Campaign Zero, which works to eliminate police violence. McKesson called for Bredar, Judge Bredar, who oversees the implementation of the consent decree for the Baltimore Police Department, to be removed from oversight of the consent decree, saying he no longer has legitimacy. So Judge Bredar and his wife were commuting down in the Mount Vernon area and they went to Mount Vernon and North Avenue. And if you know that intersection, there have been a number of uh, squeegee issues there. Matter of fact, a squeegee person was killed at that intersection not long ago, not related to squeegee apparently, but he was killed nonetheless. Uh, But D. Ray McKesson came to fame after the riots in St. Louis and Ferguson, Missouri. And he's uh, purportedly from Baltimore, has some roots in Baltimore. He ultimately ran for mayor in 2018. And um, I totally disagree with Patrick Henderson. It had zero to do with his sexuality. Nobody knew what his sexuality was. It had more to do with the fact that um, people didn't know who he was. And he just ascended upon the city And now he inserts himself into this consent decree conversation when I was there during the implementation of the consent decree and he never had a seat at the table. And for him to swoop in and once again try to tell Baltimoreans what's best for them and the judge, its no way he can be a victim. And simply because he and his wife were potentially a victim of something that, mind you, no one went to jail. They identified the 20 year old squeegee person. And they warned him about his behavior. This is what you would think the reformists want out of law enforcement. Let's not overcriminalize. Let's hold, warn. Them. Hold hold hold, yeah. hold hold You said something.
4: Now there's there are two things that I want folks to call and respond on.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: He made he was quoted by saying, calling the police on black
2: bo- black boys men and men. boys. Is okay. the key issue that forced the consent decree? <laughs> okay, but but again, if someone
4: if someone is damaging or trying to destroy your property, you have the right to call the police on
2: them. Uh, apparently, so
4: that that right there is nonsensical. Mm-hmm. That's idiotic. It makes no sense. Now you've got pimps, and I'm not talking about the the, the pimps who. Who, treat, who mistreat women. But you got people who pimp causes. You got mm. people who pimp issues. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if you don't like the word pimp, then let me soften it up for some of y'all. You got people who use exploit, issues,
2: exploitation,
4: exploit issues. And for someone to say, that if someone is, is attempting to destroy your property, you have the right to call the
2: police on them.
4: I don't give a damn what color they are.
2: Well, it's basically that made no. It, it's, a, it's a different version of no stop sense. snitching. It's, it's a different version of stop snitching. Don't who, who are you to call the police on somebody doing something to you? That's not how we solve issues. Right. And, and, and again. it it, it becomes a racial issue simply because the victim in this particular case is of the opposite race. So you turn it into a racial issue. I I think, um, you know, that's, that's,
4: that's what he does. You said something that was an oxymoron, a 20 year old squeegee. Now raise your hands out there. If you think it's okay for someone 20 years of age to be squeegee. Huh? Mm. Raise your hands and call me up. Don't be afraid if you believe that it's okay for a twenty year old to be squeegeeing for money, please call me.
1: Yeah.
4: And 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 read that quote one more time, T J because I wanna ask folks when we open the lines, do you agree or disagree with Mr. McKissick's
2: McKesson. Comment. D. Ray McKesson. The judge oh, has clearly McKesson, shown the judge has clearly shown that he is not a neutral party and believes that the solution to the challenges our city faces, our city that should be in quotes, uh, are solved by calling the police on black <laughs> men and boys. The key issue that forced the consent decree to exist, and then he went on to say the, uh, that the judge no longer has legitimacy, and again i don't know who died and made him the spokesperson for baltimore's consent decree when there are a lot of boots on the ground that have been working to keep the consent decree in place and working to ensure that the implementation of the reforms are put in place this is a police abolitionist disguising himself and again the places and people that are hurt most are the areas that are more police-dependent, quite frankly, that need more policing because of the violence that we're seeing. This, like you said, nonsensical, Coach, nonsensical.
4: Okay, uh, let's open the lines. 410-481-1010. 410-481-1010. You've got the phones in front of you, man, so... (laughs) Hey, roll
2: with it! Yeah, yeah, we got, we have the lines. I'm in the studio today, and um, you know, Sean's man in the board as usual. So we,
4: great job too.
2: Yep. So we'll go to Rob, and he will come on in. Rob, good hey, morning, DJ. afternoon.
4: So, there's no such thing
6: as a squeegee boy. They're squeegee bums, and they're bums because they have no education and no marketable skills. Now to the Ravens. We won a game yesterday, that we had to win. More than likely, we lose that game. The playoffs is is, is up in the air. But the Ravens are not playing winning football, especially if you're talking about beating teams like Buffalo or Kansas City. Forget it. And yesterday, we got a lot of home cooking from the referees. Not one offensive line holding call to, to my recollection. Jacoby Percet throws a pass downfield that's complete. And number 99, Owey, the guy that never hit a stack his whole time at Penn State, comes in and knocks the hell out of Kobe Percet. Remember that play, TJ? I think I do. Right on his tail, no flag comes out. Now, that was a touchdown pass to Cooper. But well, Cooper should have had better sense than to stick his arm out because I don't know if he pushed him or not. But Peters, being the old pro that he is that can't cover nobody, he was beat like a tom-tom drum at the Little Big Horn. <laughs> and the only thing he could do is cash in. He, he made like he was pushed. I don't know if he was pushed, but he did the right thing since he was beat is to beg that call out the rest, and he got it. And they took the touchdown off the board. Now, it's not saying that the Ravens would have lost that game, but they had three timeouts, and they had some time on the clock. But driving down the field for a touchdown is not the Ravens' forte in
4: two minutes. Right.
6: Their forte is driving down to the 40 so that the bail bondsman Tucker can bail them out with those 57-yard field goals.
4: I bail bother. I like that. They'll I call him the machine.
6: He'll bail you out now. With that choke, cause ain't one other like it. But
2: well, we thank you. Company. Yeah, thank you, Rob. But all right, thank you. all right. Four
4: ten, four eight one ten ten. We've got lines available. Yep. You know the rundown, but I want to get your thoughts on this whole squeegee situation and a twenty-year-old out there squeegeeing. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's go I mean, to, that, yeah. listen, help that brother. Get him off the street. Get him a job or something. But he, don't allow him to. To to, to beg with a prop in his hand. You almost have to
2: demand it, Coach. And there's a lot of um, conflating, in my opinion, of the squeegee issue and the homeless issue. I think they're two unique issues because if we're being intellectually honest here, the squeegee people are younger, more viable and more mentally sound where the homeless are. A lot, oftentimes are mentally unsound and need additional layers of treatment to get to a place where they can, uh, you know, work a job mm-hmm. and, and have those type of resources. So I think T- we're being T-J. intellectually dishonest when we try to compare those two.
4: TJ, let me ask you this before you go to the lines. Why do you think the mayor is so reluctant to remove these people from the street?
2: I wish I could answer that question. Um, I don't know. I really think that he had a moment to do it, at least call a moratorium on it after the Timothy Reynolds incident, and use that as cover while the squeegee collaborative was going on, but it didn't happen, and now we've lost it. I don't think there's any way you do can you
4: do it. Do you believe that it reminds him, because he's not that far removed from some of the people on the street, and I'm not saying he was out there, but maybe he knew if he weren't out there, maybe some of his friends were. And do you think he is maybe overly sympathetic to them? Uh,
2: perhaps I, I do think that's uh, that plays into it. And that's but, all
4: speculation. But yeah.
2: but but, Coach, you know um, we. Uh, you know wh- 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 when we're in a position of leadership mentorship whatever it is you want better no different than the players that you coached you want better for them than you might have had and you're not going to you know make them go down the same path because it existed you're going to try to steer them away from that path so that they don't have to experience and maybe can just hear about it so yeah we will going back right, to the go lines lines. Yeah. lines are open right.
4: 410 one, ten, ten. First-time callers and frequent callers, let's, let's go.
2: Mark C., Mark C., you're on the Coach's Corner. Good afternoon.
4: Hey, how y'all doing? Good great show, as usual.
5: Um, I, 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 TV, I heard you earlier, and I agree with you 100%. Coach, you know we can have um, different opinions, but we can't have different facts. And you also know that I've had the privilege for me and not privilege for some other folks to be in different roles. And my thing with Mister McKesson, um, like TJ said, it had nothing to do with his sexuality. TJ, I actually had a guy tell me one time, say, "Well, we can't, he can't rep- you know, do nothing for our young people. He's too effeminate," mm-hmm. which was ridiculous. And I actually thought about voting for him. Um, and but what happened is, is the same thing that happened. Why I didn't vote for um, um, uh, uh, Blake? The reason why I didn't vote for Blake. Um, coaches, they had a youth form. And I said, whoever didn't attend that youth forum, I wasn't voting for in 2011. And uh, Dr. Buckley, I didn't know I'd be out there with him and all that, but I voted for him. And the same thing with DeRay McKesson. They had a, a youth form uh, down War Memorial Plaza. He came down there. I went down there. He didn't He didn't speak. He played on his phone the whole time that he was down there. And, and then he left early. I saw that for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, the squeezy young men. um, Coach, they've been shot. A lot of them are homeless and hungry and angry, like you say, TJ. And we do have all the resources we need in in, uh, Baltimore. Uh, We just need the leadership. We do have to get them off the street. Coach, they've been murdered. Um, I'm black, and a lot of other black folk um, have had problems. I had a black lady one time, TJ, tell me, not tell me, but told everybody on game show that she carries, she carries, she's an uh, open car, you know, a yeah, carry. Like mm-hmm. and, and she said that when she told them no, she said she had just cleaned her car and she told them no. And let's say, let me say this, the obvious. All of us have electric windshield wipers, so you give squeegee people money because you Feel for
4: their plight. They gotta realize that's that. What I, hey, Mark, Mark. That's my point. Okay. For all Thank you Mark y'all out there that saying that they're working, stop that. Stop right. eating and abetting into foolishness. They're not working. That's, they're begging right. with a prop in yeah. their hand. Yeah. Thanks for the call, like that, Mark. That's, that's right.
5: But um, uh, T.J., let me, let me say, let me say one thing. I do disagree with you on one thing. Um, Forty-five. Um, Tyrone Powers, I agree with him on this 100%. And 45 Coach is the only channel that gives T.J. and other folk a chance to say what they need to say. Ranch Rooster's not being funded and stuff like that. But when Tyrone Powers say that our criminals are more organizing their chaos than, than our leadership,
4: I agree right. with that 100%. Yes. Y'all take all right, care. Mark, Thank you. you. All right, Mark. Thanks for the call. See, right, got, some of y'all out there got problems with 45 because they tell the truth. Now,
5: mm.
4: I'm not saying they tell the truth and, and objective mm. on everything, mm. but when it comes to the city, they don't have a cut card. And y'all are used to listening to these shows where people have cut cards and people make excuses for bad behavior for a black politician.
2: I got to say this, Coach. This is the problem. Uh, News organizations are supposed to be unbiased, and if there were, were at least some ethical boundaries where you're not overtly supporting particular candidates and giving them money, then the credibility wouldn't be called into question. And then I think people in larger swaths could tolerated. but when it's every single day and you ignore some of the obvious on candidates that you support, that's a problem. When 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 well, your, your candidate a isn't a saint and you just let back let him be, that's 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 crap. That's not news. No, I'm sorry.
4: Well, but 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 yeah, and, and
2: and and but we got the opposite
4: on some of these radio shows. You know it, and I'm saying it. We got the opposite. Well. People look, they. Fox 45 just about every day has something, an expose on the Mosbys, right? And people say, oh, you're picking on them, blah, 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 blah. But then you got a radio shows that are the opposite. Oh, she, she's doing a great job. And any black man that doesn't support Marilyn Mosby is self-hatred. Get out of here. I, and I feel you. Come,
2: and you and I can come on here every day and say the same thing about certain people if we so chose to. We aren't considered news. We're considered opinion. If you're considered news, there's an expectation of your level of bias or lack thereof and ethics. You're not considered an opinion show. And and, and you're, you you don't need to beat any person up over the same issue every single day, basically beating them into submission. If, That's, if, not right. it, well, That's not no, right. Well, no. If if you're if you're
4: rehashing the same <laughs> every issue every single
2: day, but, come but, on. But
4: but but if you got folks who are like the Mosbys did, giving them material, yeah, just about on a regular basis.
2: Do you not report it? I'm not disputing whether it should be reported or not. I, it's how often you do it and then the fact that you're 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 financially supporting an opponent that should be read before every single uh show uh, I, or every t- agree, single story it, listen, that the money you know waters.
4: i agree with that but again you got the, antith- the antithesis of of black radio some doing the opposite
2: yeah, Where's the yeah, middle? Yeah, if you call yourself news, it should be a middle. Uh, let's stay with. Uh, let's go with Gwen. Gwen, good afternoon. Welcome to the Coach's Corner. Are you still there, Gwen? All right. Can I think you we have hear me? Okay. Yep, we got you, Gwen. Go ahead yes, with your comment. Can. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having yeah. me and allowing me to speak. Listen, squeeze your kids. They're not. That from our kids, like you guys say, twenty year old. Come on, they, we have given them opportunity after opportunity. There are programs. The mayor has set up programs. Mm-hmm. Organizations that I know of have set up programs to pay them to get training to do a job. They are doing just what the gentleman said, begging with props. We have to. St- I don't need anybody to wash my window.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank I need you somebody to carry to, eight, eight, You
1: know, I respect <laughs> the kids who are carrying bags at the grocery store. Yes, that's a job. Kids who are cutting grass for people. Kids who are helping seniors. That's
2: a job. That's a hustle. That's you a know, hustle. That's, that's helping that's, somebody, and it's a need. That's, a that's, that's being filled. somebody. It's a need. Come on, we got to
1: stop letting these kids think that the, mm-hmm. the easy way out. Yep. Oh, I don't want to get up at ten o'clock and take come to class. Yeah, I don't want to come to class to train for anything at nine o'clock in the morning. Can they have it at twelve o'clock?
2: Come on. Yeah, thank you very much, Gwen. I, I agree wholeheartedly, and Coach, I want to say this I, and I say agree. this. Yeah, I want to say this real quick, and for the listeners as well, Coach. I, and I, I think I've used it here before, and I want to say especially to anyone with daughters, if if she's dating a guy and he says no. <laughs> Does it mean no or go ahead and keep going and, and you can do it because you aren't in the right state of mind or you've had some alcohol so you can keep going even though I told you no. I told you stop. Don't don't pull my shirt down. Uh, it, 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 I mean, shouldn't we also be teaching these young boys no means no? I mean, we could be psychologically affecting them in relationship situations that then we're going to call discrimination on that too. Listen no
4: means no and there's another quote you know i said that the, that that the the activist quote was nonsensical mm-hmm. but someone made a quote that says hey no means no if they say no then move away Stop. go to the next person That's right. and there's no justification for that all right Let's go to the next caller, but TJ, I think I may have
2: stumbled on something. Yeah, that, you can use it. We're, hey, we're, we're on the corner with
4: Squeegee in, <laughs> quote me. Quote the coach. Y'all heard it first on the coach, <laughs> the coach's corner with TJ Smith. Yeah, Ke squeegeeing is nothing but begging with props.
2: Begging with props. All right, Gene. Gene, good afternoon, and welcome to the coach's corner.
4: Yeah,
7: thank you very much, and good afternoon, coach.
4: He, um, you guys
7: ever heard of Wim Randolph Hearst? Yes, sir. Joseph Joseph Pulitzer? Yes, sir. All right, I get to your point. Okay, this is my point. That's journalism. This is what journalism is about. And modern journalism is about the yellow press. You know, so this idea that journalism, T.J., is some kind of uh, altruistic, you you know, great thing that... You, you know you're supposed to have some kind of moral compass or whatever is there's a, a bunch of malarkey man it's so you know in reference to journal, journalism itself cuz we could look at uh, uh what is it called uh, the, uh God dang it uh, uh, her, you know, well, 40, Fox forty-five, Fox forty-five just runs it as they see it, and a lot of times they're right; they're not wrong all the time. But basically, they're just, uh, you know, just uh, espousing their their position in reference to the police commissioner and the squeegee kids. It's a, it's really in the, in Donald Trump in well, the, what is it, uh, January the sixth? They understand about the Constitution, and I don't think we really truly understand about the, how how important the constitution is so when we talk about the dissent decree and the constitutionality freddie gray was killed of course but he was arrested unconstitutionally he he he, he broke he ran and there's, there, there's no law that said you can't run from the police and when they did they killed him when they arrest him unconstitutionally. okay
4: all right but how can you relate that to to, to the squeegees on the corner. Just, real just quick,
7: we, we t- well, I'll re- go- take it back to William Randolph Hearst. Is what the what br- Who brought William Randolph Hearst down was the newspaper boys. They organized themselves into a union and that's how they brought him down. So of what he came
4: does back. that have to do with the school? It has to
7: it has to do with they are but they are they are beggars and they are protected in the under the constitution. That's the problem. Until they step into, the street,
2: they they step into the street until they
7: step into the street. Until they step into the
4: street, they haven't broken the law. Uh,
7: thank you for and, the and,
2: call. I appreciate the call right, thanks and, for and, the call. I,
4: I, 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 I don't I, I don't subscribe to that. You would know better no. being in a former law enforcement person.
2: Co- coach. Um, the, the basic civics lessons have been forgotten. The executive branch of government's job is to enforce the laws that are on the book. The judicial branch is to interpret the laws that are on the book. The judicial branch is where one Ivan Bates will be seated. And Ivan Bates has said, It is constitutional because I can try that case with the constitutional facts. And the legislative branch is the one who makes laws. So if new laws need to be created, Mm -hmm. then we should create some new laws. But stepping Mm -hmm. they're not standing on the corner. That's what we keep saying. They are in the street. They are touching property. Why are people just making up stuff? Tell me where there's an effective squeegee person that has gotten into a confrontation with somebody by standing on the side and not doing anything. Come on,
4: y'all. There is no, listen, there's, is, there's is very little reason. There's very few scenarios where a squeegee person should be in a confrontation. If they approach someone's car and they wave them off, that's it. Yep. There's no yep. Di-
6: dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yep.
4: You know yep. what? Listen, they are not obligated for anything. Yeah. The person doesn't have to smile at him. Okay. Yep. Hey, let's uh, wave them off. It shouldn't even be any dialogue verbally. That's, that's wave it. them off, and that's the end of it. Okay. That's now, but having said that, the city can be creative and say, "Okay, young men, if you love working with cars, we have government cars. We have tons of them." We're going to establish a detailing
2: point. They did it. The mayor's squeegee core, that was Mayor Pugh in front of uh, City Hall. We had several city workers go over, get their cars washed, and pay them right on the uh, bricks in front of City Hall. Okay, well,
4: uh, once you do that then, once you do that, once you do that and you provide viable options for monetary gains. Once you give them that, then there's no excuse to move their behinds off of the damn street. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the lines. All right, Beggars with Fox.
2: <laughs> let's grab uh, Marvin, who's been holding. Good afternoon, Marvin, and welcome to the Coach's Corner. And yeah, Hang on. Let's get Marvin up. Uh, let's see how y'all still, doing today, man? Yeah, good afternoon. We're well.
8: All right, yeah. how, how y'all two doing today, cool. man? Very,
2: very well. What's your comment, okay, Marvin? Okay.
8: Yeah. About the squeezy kids and everybody else in Baltimore City, look, they got rules they put in place for things like that. I mean, why should we worry ourselves when the the people of Baltimore City should just simply use the rules? Put the rules in place and let the rules give them what they deserve. You see what I'm saying? After the rules put it in place, that's called setting an example. And once you set the example that what you can do, what you can't do, they got their choice to pick or choose whether you want it or you don't. You see what I'm saying? And guess what? When they go wrong, the rules come in place again. Well, well Marvin,
2: but, what the the issue that we were just discussing is you have the executive branch interpreting the law saying it's unconstitutional. You have the judicial uh-huh. branch, the incoming judicial branch, saying, hey, no, it isn't what? constitutional. That's the rules in this this w- area you know, we're talking so about.
8: Otherwise, Otherwise, you're saying there's certain things they can do and certain things they can't do, right? Well,
2: you know, it's, no. it's open to interpretation, apparently.
8: Uh huh. All right, well, look, no, no, no. this is this the way I see it, though. By them saying, hey, some people saying one-sided, like, we agree with the speechy spe- spe- uh, kids doing. You got some people say we don't. Then you got some people say he don't deserve that punishment. But guess what? Every time when you come up with ideas like that to free somebody that done something wrong, guess what you're getting into? You're getting into the thing called, uh, what what they call it? What do the, what the, what the, uh, people that say they're against us? What they call it?
2: Do you know? No, no. They call, it, they call no.
8: it prejudice. What's the other word for prejudice?
2: All right, well, go ahead with it because we only have no, a but what What is
8: that word? Okay. I, I don't know. Well, it's, called, it's called racism. You see what I'm saying? So
2: it's racism. Racism, racism tell them. Wait
8: a minute, wait a minute, wait I'm going to show you how racism played his part to be, be able to be played back on the black people. Okay. Because they're using racism to free a black kid when he does something wrong, but at the same time, you helping that kid to do something wrong again. Now, the people are agreeing with that, that's not your color okay. because.
4: Yep. All right, Marvel. Point for well made yeah, point, I get it point right. well made Thank and, you and, for the call. and and some and some of us do justify bad behavior. I can't stand folks justifying bad behavior by by using racism. Yeah. Bad, uh, it, you know what? Years ago, years ago we had higher standards. Low
2: expectations. Years
4: ago. Expectations, but I don't know what happened. But hey, lines available yep. for ten. Four eight one ten ten again. Hey, my line of the day: beggars with props.
2: All right, Patrick Henderson is on. Hey, Patrick, good afternoon to you.
4: Patrick, always a pleasure,
2: That's... gentlemen.
9: Uh, I'm really calling to defend my show <laughs> and the authenticity and the eruditeness of my show. We don't, I don't talk about things I don't know, and I was validated by what uh, uh, Mark. C. Cannon said about, his, about uh, uh sexuality, because it was on the radio. We talked about it on the radio. There were articles pertaining there, too, sir. So I'm not talking about it. I don't ever make up anything on my show. I go and I do my homework. So I, you know, I, t- I, you know, I take a bridge. To what you said about my show?
2: Oh no, no, no! <laughs> if if you if you said I said something about it, I was, I was saying that his sexuality wasn't something that I remember being widely known as oh. a reason people didn't vote for him. I mean, he just he just wasn't a good candidate. And post that twenty sixteen election. People mm. would ask the question, where is he, since he purportedly was from Baltimore? It was a big question right. when he got that job in Baltimore for the Baltimore right. schools. No, no, that right. was not suggesting you made it up at all because it is open now, but I don't know that in 2016, when he had just kind of come on the map, that that was like a primary reason. People weren't even talking about D. Ray McKesson. They didn't know who he was in Baltimore.
9: Well, you you know, you remember how he got famous. Yeah, and Ferguson. Yeah, in Ferguson, that's how he got famous. So then he came here and he said he was in Baltimore, and everybody wondered where in Baltimore nobody knew him.
2: But that's uh, my point. That was that was yeah. my only point. Exactly. Nobody knew him. I think the sexuality exactly. thing might be something that's more in a vacuum as opposed to it being the the main reason. People just nope. didn't know him and no, didn't, I didn't necessarily it subscribe to. Reason,
9: but I just
2: felt like it was
9: one of the reasons hmm. uh, that that was in the back of some people's minds. Oh so, Well, not-
2: I would never uh, uh, say that about your show, and that, that certainly wasn't my intent, and I'm glad you called to clear that up because that wasn't the point no, at all. Sorry about Thank that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, Great well. show, guys.
9: Uh,
4: hey, Patrick? I, I really... Yes, sir. Before you leave, I want to get your thoughts on the this whole, and, and you and I have talked about this, uh, a number of times, the lack of creativity, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. so many different ways. And you talk about your program, which was very successful in terms of education. That's why you are exhibit A, why I am in favor of vouchers and private schools. Because yeah, when yeah. you have a private school, and and for all ten purposes, you had a private school, and meaning that you... Didn't have to deal with the bureaucracy and the red tape of the government. You can be creative as you want and set up your own curriculum. We need more of that because urban public school education, as we speak, is designed to fail. It is. It is. It's agrarian. It comes from the days
9: when we were farmers and we still got the same system. How is that possible? But let's, let's agree or disagree that this is by design. They don't want you to, to teach you enough to overthrow them. See, that's the thing, because they know they didn't want the slave, enslaved to read because they said uh, a man who could read could no longer be enslaved. See, this is the thing. And so we don't want to read. Our kids don't read. We don't like to read. And we are, we, we are victims. Well, I hate to say we're victims. No, we're not victims. We happily don't want to read it. I was, I'm working on my memoir, and I was talking to the publisher the other day. He said, do you know the most books are sold are audio books? It's no longer reading books. People listen in their cars. They won't take time to read. It's audio books. You know, they, you say, I was saying, if you don't want, want a black person not to know something, uh, put it in a book. Put it so in a book, the yeah and anti-intellectualism that we must overcome. We must overcome because otherwise we don't know other people's ideas, and it takes all of that. And we can't just make up stuff and feel like this is our design for living. No, there's a big world out here. And we've got to know what other people think to help formulate our culture for living, and that's what's missing, gentlemen. I, mean, I won't you. take up any more time. Great show. Well, thank always you, Patrick, enjoy God. the sports side. Always I'm a pleasure.
2: Appreciate you, Patrick. You guys
9: are always so detailed. Appreciate I love you. it. God bless y'all. Yeah. Have a blessed
3: day. Thanks, man. God bless you. Patrick let's,
2: let's stay on the lines and get James. Uh, good afternoon, James.
3: Oh, uh, yeah. How y'all doing? All right. Uh yeah, it to pick up on the education thing, it just came out today where Baltimore student test scores saw a steep drop in their national, the national assessment of school grades. I wanna know what in the world does uh the CEO of Baltimore City Public Schools have on Brandon Scott where she can't get rid of that woman.
2: Yeah. Um you know? thank thanks for the call. Um that was
3: and I have another I have another another point on the squeeze. Hey, All, right, hey. good, good All right. All right. Brandon Scott missed a great opportunity, like I think you said, T.J., when they had the shooting downtown and that guy shot the, you know, the squeegee shot the guy. That was his opportunity right then and there to issue a moratorium on squeegees, saying there's going to be no more moratoriums until we investigate how we can get rid of this thing permanently. I agree. The reason squeegees are still there is because of Marilyn Mosley said she would not prosecute. Now we're going to get a new state's attorney who will be able to challenge the law if there is a law saying that they have that right to do that. He is saying that he'll be willing to challenge it like T.J. was saying. But in the meantime, Brandon Scott could have done this. He could have done this.
4: Look, long long story short. Look, James, as you know, long story yes. short, Brandon Scott is way over his head. And, yes. and 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 right now, his leadership is doing an injustice to the city of Baltimore. Yes. And, and yes, and and I think you're going to see a big change in terms of the state's attorney's office, but he's going to need partnership with, with the mayor's office. And I'm not sure it's going to be there.
3: Can I make one comment about the Ravens yesterday?
6: Yes, sir.
3: The Ravens yesterday, very, very lucky because you remember when, uh, Cleveland was going for the time field goal and they said somebody moved on Cleveland's offensive line. I'm still trying to see who moved and they had a five yard penalty that took them really out of the field goal range if that penalty wasn't there, Cleveland probably would have tied the game up. And we, knew, we know what usually goes on with the Ravens in a tie. I don't, like, I don't know what's going on with this team and Lamar. I really don't. Yesterday, Lamar, although he didn't throw any passes that was intercepted, he just looked totally confused yesterday about the offense and what he's supposed to do. Now, I know he's been restricted to do what he did his first year, or second year, and that is to pull that ball down and run with it. I know he's been restricted from doing that.
4: Well, I and don't that think that restriction – I don't believe that, James. I don't believe that restriction is coming from the coaching staff. I don't think Harbaugh has told him that. Right. I think and if, I if believe, they're – I
8: believe
3: so.
4: No. I, I believe no. so. And this is well, I, 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 this I disagree gone. respectfully. Yeah. I think that, that if they're – Why is he
3: running now? Why isn't he running? Well to well, well hold it,
4: hold a, James. I, I think if if it's if it's our restrictions, then it's coming from Lamar, not from Harbaugh.
2: Right. I agree. Uh, I agree. Right, James, uh, right. Right. Yeah, thank right. you for the I call, do. James. I don't think Let, so. Thanks for the call, okay. James. We have uh, okay. three more callers we want to try to squeeze in. Uh, Maria, right, go. good afternoon. Good afternoon, Maria. You are. Okay. All right. uh, let's go to D. Uh let's go to D. Good afternoon, D.
0: Hey, how you doing? How you guys doing? Well. Um first of all, I just wanted to comment on that, that last gentleman that called. If you look at that play, that um I guess they call it a false start, and I I believe it was a false start. I believe what happened, if you look at look at it carefully, I believe when the Ravens defensive line started moving towards the uh towards Cleveland's line, you can see number seventy one move. So I, I think yeah. it was I think that's what, that's what they saw. So if you look at number seventy-one, you will see that number seventy-one did false start. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, my, my main point I wanted to call and say um, until Baltimore or you know get the 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 uh, um, stomach to deal with serious crime and, and, and such as the squeegee kids and all of those those areas. I, think, I don't think we have the stomach to do what needs to be done. To solve that problem, so
4: we'll never get out of that problem. We'll why is of- that? Why 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 is it? That, you know, you say the stomach, but I I say you have too many leaders that 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 have a uh, a a low bar mentality, and they don't want to hold that. That
0: was that was my next point. Um, I, I don't. I, I think that. You know, Baltimore is, or the leadership is too concerned about black people and their feelings. And, you know, they, they, they're, they're reluctant to hold black people account of, accountable for bad behavior. Yeah. And until yeah. until we can get, until we can get, move past that point, we'll never get out of the problem we have because if you don't want to hold, they're not, they're, they're, they're not willing to hold bad black people for bad behavior and they are the, our problem in the city.
2: Yeah, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Nope, um, no problem. Let's grab uh, Diane. Good afternoon, Diane. Welcome to the Coach's Corner.
1: Good afternoon. How are you, you doing, TJ? Yeah. Hey, Coach, we're how you well.
2: doing? We're well. Good. Thank you. Yes,
1: yeah, we're good. Um, You know, we have, TJ and Coach, we've got so many non-profits that get all this money supposed to be working for the children in Baltimore City. I don't see no results, and nobody's holding them. Uh, no elected official are holding them accountable. They, but they get the bulk of the money that the other little um, programs can't get. Mm-hmm. But they're doing well with less money, and the ones that got the money, they they to be saving the children. But you see all this crime and, and we're juveniles. So I'm looking at these nonprofits. Why aren't we having them to pull up their books and see what they're doing and how are the children progressing under their leadership? Yeah. Because yeah. it's T J. If you look at it, it's not. If you tell the truth, it's not.
2: Yeah, I, I, I just, totally get your point, Diane. Well, uh, well, and, and go ahead, Coach.
4: Go ahead. No, no but I'm saying that that's the problem. You have so many people who are, are over in Baltimore. That are doing a great job Mm -hmm. but then you got a lot of perpetrators you got a lot of perpetrators and 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 people want photo ops and claim that they're doing all of this and and they're not doing anything okay and and with all of the churches and with all of these grassroots organizations man it would seem like that the city's problems would be less if nothing else Put the political pressure on leadership. You know, there's, there's you know, I've heard on the airways they've got this Black Men's group that that they meet to eat breakfast.
2: They claim that that what they're doing, I don't know what they're doing besides eating bacon and eggs. So, so real quick, Coach, I, I just I have to step in and defend some of these organizations that I've gotten to go out with, meet with. It's people that are doing their part. They aren't going to save the city. They aren't going to become mommy and daddy if mommy and daddy aren't doing their jobs. And I know we agree there, Coach. But they're people that are doing different parts and have different parts of the pie. And I appreciate all of them. But I think to Diane's point, maybe part of of what what she was trying to say, it might be more okay. of a, an accountability thing. I've tried to bring a number of nonprofits uh, um, in on my uh, podcast as well to to talk about them and boost them so people could see. But it also shows the great need that's there in the communities. And quite frankly, we might need a nonprofit for parenting where it's specifically but, um, focused on the I, adults who aren't taking care I of their agree, business. You, I
1: agree with you on that. We do need some kind of parent in for the parents out And you know what? We try to say it's all young parents, but it's not. No, no. We got, no. We got to face the fact, but I'm not talking about you personally, TJ. I know you know, because we've been around again. It's not the young. It's not always the young parents. Some of the young parents are better than some of these older parents mm-hmm. that we got that's in their late 30s and 40s and 50s. They do better than they yeah. do. But, you know, but... And, Dan, wants to,
2: and I apologize. Mm-hmm. We're coming up against the time, and we have one last okay, call. I want to I'm, sneak in. So we'll see you next okay. week. All um, right. Thank you. Let's <laughs> get John in real quick. We have uh, a few seconds left, John, so make it concise, please. John, good afternoon. Well,
4: I, I don't know where to start, so I, I'm just going just to comment on the Ravens real quickly. I am want to make one comment. The Ravens need a number one, number two, legitimate NFL-type receiver receiving calls. That's right. Uh, those people are not open. That's why uh, you see uh, Lamar back there just looking all over the place. Okay. You guys have a great day. All right.
2: Thank you. Thank you. So,
4: well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm more of an action person. You know, there's an old saying at the end of the day, more is said than done. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I hear a lot of talking, but I don't see a whole bunch of results. Now, I'm not saying, that people don't get anything done, but I don't see a lot of results. And so, hey, talk it to people who don't know, talk it to folks who won't challenge you, but I'm not one of
2: them. Well, Coach, uh, you know, I think this is one issue that we don't differ on. Uh, Neither one of us want to go out and do mass arrests of squeegee kids. That's not what we want to do. We want to hold them accountable, no different than you want your child held responsible or your players on your team or whatever, your, your workers in your business environment. And we want what's best for them. And what's best for them is not standing on a quarter, what is it called? Squeegeeing with a prop? Is that what you called it, Coach? Begging, begging, begging with a prop. With a prop. That, that, that's not what should be happening, that's Coach. That's all it is. You might as
4: well just say, hey, can you help me out? But can, let me do it and let you
2: wrap it up, Coach. I know we're pushing well, the time. Well, hey, there. you know
4: what? Another great show. If you're interested in supporting the show, you can
2: um, reach out to TJ where? TJSmithMedia.com. Just hit connect and we'll connect.
4: All righty, and hey, great show, and folks, if you enjoyed today's show, we promise you we'll be even better next Monday. Check me out tonight on my podcast, 929-477-1209, 929-477-1209, but for now, T.J. Smith, the coach, make good decisions, because life is hard, but it's even harder when you're stupid,
8: I'm
3: nice